Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. I'm Inanna Moon, your host, and welcome back, listeners. Uh, I have an announcement for you. My dear friend and podcast partner, Sheila Marie, has decided to leave the show. Um, I should put in something that goes, boo, how could she? No. Um, I just want you to know that there's no bad reason that she's left, no juicy story. Um, During our break, we were talking a lot about how we want to go forward from here, the things we'd like to do. But she also, it became um, very evident, she has irons in the fire. Um, She's always been a film and um, a film person and involved in productions and various projects. Um, There are a couple of exciting projects she has coming up, and it really couldn't be denied that she really needed the time and attention to pay to those, um, as well as raising her wonderful teenage daughter, Um, So she has a lot going on. So I am here, and we are back for this episode. Um, And I realize, of course, that she has been supportive. She's still supportive, um, still a champion of this podcast. Um, Sheila Marie, I hope you're listening. I am very grateful for you. Um, And I want everyone to know, too, that she will probably visit at some point. Um, um, I do want to go ahead hosting the show. Um, I'm going to continue definitely having guests. Um, I will be with you sometimes on my own, like today. Um, Our next episode, though, we do indeed have a guest, Marisol Rascon of Golden Soul Yoga and Wellness Center. Um, But um, there's just so much I want to add to this podcast. I want to get the listeners more involved. And so I'm very excited about things. Anyway, um, I also want to let you know that as I've also put up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the show is going from every week to every two weeks. Um, and so the next episode will indeed, um, appear on March 14th. And, um, again, just looking up, looking forward, um, as always, please feel you can contact me. Um, my website is inanamoon.com, I-N-A-N-N-A-M-O-O-N.com. And um, we, as usual, will be up on Podbean, on iTunes, and Stitcher, and um, hopefully very shortly on Spotify as well. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to go forward and talk about our topic today. So I'm starting now with an opening quote from Shakti Gawain. Um, My primary relationship is with myself. All others are mirrors of it, she says. As I learn to love myself, I automatically receive the love and appreciation that I desire from others. If I am committed to myself and to living my truth, I will attract others with equal commitment. My willingness to be intimate with my own deep feelings creates the space for intimacy with another. As I learn to love myself, I receive the love I desire from others. 
And I think that is a very powerful quote that also expresses what we're talking about today. Um, This is still here on this last day um, of February, February 28th. Um, I think we're still in the season of love, which may have begun on February 14th, but perhaps it's just really going on and on and on and on. And as we, I have many clients who are looking at love and they want loving relationships. Um, When I ask them about their relationships, I've learned many things and those are some of the things I'm going to share today um, that may help you a little bit in your relationships or help you kind of look within at what's going on with your relationships. But the most important relationship really is the relationship with yourself. And so this topic is loving ourselves in our relationships. Um, one of the um, things then I would say to you is... Um, how are you doing in your relationships? Do you know who you are in your relationships? Where do you stand just in relationship to yourself? Are you loving yourself well? Um, Are you trying to get someone else to love you um, to prove that you are lovable rather than proving it to yourself? Do you know what you will and you won't accept from another person according to how you love yourself? And I always find it very interesting when people come in for consultations and they're breaking down and crying and saying, he left me or she's not treating me right. Um, I do have to go back and say, how are you treating yourself? It starts with that. And if you are thoroughly unhappy, if you have no idea um, what it is you want anymore, if you've gone numb in your relationship, it's time to go back and spend time with yourself. Um, You can feel so very burdened when a relationship isn't working out and there's not enough going on between the two of you to even have that conversation, but the conversation really starts with you and what you know about who you are and what you want. Um, My feeling is relationships, and again, this is is my feeling, but also after many years of listening to others, all the work in meditation, which means spending time, stopping down and spending time with yourself, One of the things I want to say is relationships are never destroyed by one huge argument. They are eroded by both big and little things that happen over time. Um, Where do those things come from? Um, They, each of us has a whole inner world. And sometimes we can, we can be good at expressing um, our inner voices. um, And sometimes we're not good at it. Um, So, we'll get all excited when a relationship is brand new, and we're careful. We watch what we do. We edit our actions. We edit the words that we say. We gloss over the details um, of our lives, and we don't share a lot of our personal issues, um, (laughs) often called emotional baggage, um, for a few reasons. Um, one is it might not be the right time to share 
all of your emotional stuff. At the beginning of a relationship, I would be a little wary of someone who who spent time telling me all of their emotional baggage and that they just divorced and that they're miserable and can you be miserable with me? I would back off of that. Um, but there will come a time to share those things. Um, also, um, at the beginning of a relationship, we love the dream of what could be. And that's very important. Um, everything, I think, has its season and its time. Um, so if you've um, not been mindful of your inner world, um, and if you have sacrificed the work of the present moment within yourself, um, you may be trying to grasp for a future or carry on or drag yourself forward without addressing what is really going on within you. Um, we, um, we, as a relationship grows, we get very comfortable and we stop editing ourselves um, and suddenly bad habits start to roll out. And again, this is the inner self that is trying to live a life, is going on, is communicating to you, but may not be hidden anymore, especially when we get comfortable with someone we're living with or someone who's really in our lives. So we start getting snippy and sarcastic. Again, I'm getting this out of relationships I've been working with that I've seen. Um, people um, start to make offhanded comments to one another, um, sniping at each other, um, having arguments that actually don't relate to the person who you're in the relationship with, but from past actions, past hurts, past betrayals. We carry all of this and we're trying to make sense of it, yet we haven't made sense of it for ourselves before we talk to the person we're in the relationship with. Um, it, it carries, it breeds a lot of apologizing um, and saying, I didn't mean to say that, I don't know why I said that, um, and kind of a confusion about what's going on with me that I would say things that really don't apply here or relate, but yet they do because if you have not resolved your problems, they're still ongoing within you. So one of the questions is how much love um, and care are you taking of yourself before a relationship and even during a relationship? They say relationships are hard work. Uh, yes, they are, but they can really be a joyous work, obviously. We want these relationships. We wouldn't be trying for them if there wasn't a joy. Um, trusting that your partner will be there to support you and respect you can be worn away by just all of these little pieces that are chipping away at what you want in your relationship. And before you know it, um, there will be more and more distance between you. Um, it just becomes easier to stay distant than confronting your problems. You talk at each other, not to each other. Um, so just recently, I did a workshop <clears throat> on building a loving relationship and found actually 
Um, and I've done I've done them before, actually, over the years, and always <laughs> it hasn't changed today any more than it was, you know, than than it was different many years ago. That um, it always comes back to the self. So here are following. Here I have a series of points um, that apply not only to couples in love, but also to us as individuals. Um, and I always say to people, just, get, you know, you don't have to be perfect, especially people who want a relationship and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dealing with the past. I'm going to have to, um, work on myself. I have to let all of this pain go and so forth. Um, give yourself permission to be a work in progress. You're not going to be perfect going into a relationship. It's not going to be perfect if you're in a relationship and you're working through it. There seems to be some some issue going on um, for a lot of people that um, their partner has to be a certain way. They have to be a certain way in order for everything to work, that there must be some magic formula, and there really isn't. Um, I do think um, we are beings of love, first and foremost, even on your most hateful day, when you're putting yourself down, you're putting the world down, you have criticism about everything, still you're a being of love. And the reason you know the criticism or the pain is because you know the love. You've lived as that being of love but you're seeing the difficulty, I think, personally, of being in the physical form. Um, if we were in spirit, none of this would matter. We would be pulsating with the light of the universe, our beings, our own inner being. Um, for those of you who do meditate, you tend to relax, calm down, and you lift into this place of ease and light and conscious acceptance of yourself. And so you know you're a being that's about love, but it's practicing here on earth that I think relationships become our greatest teachers. And so um, coming just to the first point, which I think just has to be the first point, no matter what is, there must be communication. And certainly I would say you can communicate lightly and easily with yourself, but um, we have a hard time actually even doing that. Yes, you want to communicate with your partner, but your partner may ask some very difficult questions of you. What if they are asking, why do you do something? Why do you treat me this way? Why do you say something? Very often, if we don't know ourselves, we will think, well, I don't act like that. Wait a minute. Why are you attacking me? Well, no, maybe it is that you act a certain way or it looks like it from the viewpoint of your partner. If you've done your inner work, you will know more about what that behavior is, or you'll know if, wait, your partner may be miscommunicating what they're asking you about, but you can now have a conversation because you've addressed certain issues about the way you bring up topics, um, what happens when you're in a heated discussion or argument, and why suddenly you lash out. It always comes from some place. You never... 
in a in a loving relationship and and I also want to state it's not just you know the partner you've chosen but family members um mothers fathers brothers sisters um people lash out because they're triggered in some way and it may be the triggers of a family it may be triggers of a past relationship um but those do in time um, in the course of relationships need to be looked at. It's part of what makes up your personality, your character. So taking some time or getting some help to deal with how you communicate with yourself, what you know about yourself, and then how you bring that to the table talking with another, uh, it's, again, it's a ride. It's a ride, and it has purpose to it. Um, I also think... You want to talk about, this is, this is in my second point, I think you want to talk about your expectations. Um, honestly, this is a huge one for me. I think um, we actually have to let go of expectations. And um, we've talked about that before. Um, it's that we go into a relationship Perhaps one of the ways we go in with expectations is, well, this is going to be a perfect relationship. This seems like the kind of man or this seems like the kind of woman who will be there for me in a certain way. Um, I want them to love me in this way. I want them to tidy up the house. I want them to be someone who cooks. I want them to be this, that, and the other thing. And so this is all going to be perfect. I can see it already, even though we've barely had our first date. <laughs> and then we find out over time, oh, they're not anything like I thought they would be. <laughs> it was like, you can, you, can, you can see that they are... Um, they're not about to pick up their clothing. They are not about to cook anything for you. Um, they don't have time for that, as a matter of fact. And you're like, but, but didn't you want to be that for me? Well, there may be many things that your partner or loved one would like to be, um, but they may not be that. And I have had many people come in and say, I have to break up this relationship. Why? Well, they're just, they're not who I thought they were. And it's like, well, did they cheat on you? Did they, was there something, you know, was there a lie revealed? Yes, they're lying to me. They are not doing this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, did you expect that? Have you talked about that? Is that something that you've set up in your relationship? Um, usually, very, very often, I'm surprised to say, no, they have not. They have had no discussions about what is expected or what the intentions would be. Um, and, and also, is there going to be perfection anyway? Even if you have a discussion about a variety of things, no one's going to do what they said they would do 100% of the time. And you want to, there, <laughs> this goes, this follows a whole line of the points that I wish to talk about because... It's really interesting if you are someone who needs people to do exactly what they said they would do and you have them, you have a schedule with you of how they do things and you dictate to them 
what is going on in that relationship? How much communication is there really? How much freedom even is there really in that relationship? And then therefore, how much love is there? If there's not a give and take, if there's one of you or both of you always holding your breath for the mistake of another, it can be very difficult. Um, Letting go of expectations definitely means you allow for (laughs) freedom of activity, a flow to happen in your relationship, um, surprises to happen. I've (laughs) had plenty of people say, I don't like surprises either, but surprised you will be. And that can be, it should be very exciting. But also on the other side of expectations, where you do want to hold on to your ex to these is that you do expect that others will treat you well. You absolutely should have that. And some people will hold back, not express what they do want and don't want in a relationship. They figure the relationship, what I've, I've discovered is they figure the relationship will just work itself out. It's like, why should I bring up that this person is yelling at me all the time or bring up that um, terrible behaviors are going on that I really can't tolerate? And often people will try to tolerate what is intolerable to hold on to a relationship, which is another point of um, what are your intentions? How happy do you think you're going to be um, through the years when there's not an evolution in that consciousness of um, you expect, we expect others to treat us well and we must expect to treat ourselves well and another well. Um, So there are certain assumptions. Um, Do not... (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to say this because I, I've i been able and would say it in a session for someone if I really see it, because I think in any kind of holistic or healing or intuitive session, you are a mirror for what's going on. So I would say do not let others treat you badly. Um, it wears down on your self-esteem. It keeps you from listening to yourself. It is a way of ignoring yourself. Um, And we all come from different backgrounds. And some of us will say, well, you know, the thing that this person says is treating them badly. Um, for me, not so much. It doesn't, this, that thing doesn't bother me so much. Well, then that's fine. Um, but you can tell or show others um, how you're being treated. I, I've, <laughs> it's interesting. All, in, all, in so many sessions, I've had people say, well, wait, I told my partner that I really don't like it when um, they just throw everything on the floor Um, There's no respect for my things. There's no respect for other people's things. Um, So this is an example. And I will say, did you tell them that? And he said, yeah, years ago I told them several times then. So now I just ignore it. Um, 
but it's weighing on the relationship. Um, there will that's when you get um, actions from people that um, are are kind of under it's almost underhanded is what it is it's like well if you're not going to treat my things well then i'm just not going to say anything anymore and i'm not going to treat your things well oh you're not treating me well now i'm going to i'm not going to treat you well now i'm going to swear at you oh okay you're swearing at me then i'm going to swear at you it just it starts to degrade <laughs> so there needs to be some space of loving kindness checking in um, letting go of expectations goes back to communication. Um, you don't want resentment to build up. Um, the third item on my list are hidden intentions. Um, I put down something that I heard many, many, many times, and I just heard it recently. Well, we've been dating about a month why hasn't he asked me to marry him? Um, I know a few people, a very few people, who when they met, they knew that that per partner was the right one. And 20 years, 25 years, 30 years later, they are still together. That is remarkable. That is what we all would wish would be the case. But usually <laughs> two, three weeks a month is not enough time to know when to expect a relationship to go further into the next level. Um, there's, I know we're in a fast-paced world. I know that um, time is fleeting for women in particularly. We're thinking about very often we're thinking about babies. Um, you may be close to 40 and going, okay, I'm not playing anymore. I really need to have this relationship work. And yet, if you're still in the process of finding that certain someone, um, there's time that needs to be spent, attention that needs to be paid. Um, talk about the conversations you need to have the relationship to build, the expectations of another to be out of the way so that you can really make a partnership. Um, it is amazing how shocked people are that come in, and men do this too, but come in and the feeling is there's, there's, I thought they knew, but I've also heard several times over, well, when we first had our first date or two, um, he talked about wanting me to meet his parents already. He talked about um, seeing us years down the road together. We actually had the discussion about children and so forth, but that still isn't usually <laughs> enough to be ready for marriage. Dreaming is going on the hope for the future, maybe this is the one, is actually what's going on. And giving yourself time to trust yourself, trust the other person, um, and to really have the luxury of getting to know someone is the most important things before you set up too many intentions. Um, 
There's also in here being aware of your inner critic. Um, how comfortable are you with yourself and your partner? Um, truth attracts, the truth attracts light, I always say. And if you are comfortable with yourself, then you're going to be more comfortable with your partner. And if you are comfortable with yourself and you find things about your partner you are not comfortable with, you will detect those more easily. Um, comfort, the ability to breathe, make space for yourself. Like, again, I will always bring up meditation, but um, in whatever you do to get to know yourself, the therapy that you go to, the walks you take, when you make space for yourself, your intuition kicks in immediately. That's part of who each of us is. So nothing will hide from a person who is having an inner life and an inner conversation with themselves. Something else I want to talk about is trust and authenticity. To be honest with yourself, you have to be conscious. Um, can you... Face yourself. That's what I mean by honesty. Um, in many ways, that's a, that can be a very easy thing. We can most certainly be honest with ourselves and trust ourselves, our inner, our inner being. But actually, in, in many years of working with people, especially on needing to be alone to meditate, to just be with yourself and give time to yourself, try doing it without a television on. Try just listening to your own thoughts. Find out in yourself if there's anything that seems a little scary in being alone with yourself. And it isn't, I will tell you right now, there's, there's nothing so scary within you that you can't hear. It's actually more about being out of the habit of hearing yourself. Um, just to play some music without that, that's instrumental might be a nice way to start. Um, or, or, you know, that's the, one of the re good reasons for music when you're meditating is first let me just sit with myself and see what's going on, but at least I have music or a mantra in the background. And then you do let your mind flow. You let your mind wander. You think positive thoughts, but you also let your inner critic come up for you. It Oh, believe me, it will happen naturally if you're meditating, and then you will trust yourself. That's how you will know who you are, what you worry about, what means something to you, what doesn't mean something to you. Um, you will know the truth of yourself, and when you trust yourself, that really is your authentic self. That's really what you take into relationships with other people. And if you've ever gone out with someone or maybe you're married to someone or been around people who are very grounded and they make you feel at ease, that's, the, that's very often what I would call the authentic person who is just here in the present moment and is willing and able to be with you. Um, you should have that for yourself as the gift for yourself. And then um, one more thing I would want to bring up, there, and actually there are many points, but something I would like to bring up is 
um, taking care of yourself emotionally and financially. One of the things I hear very often is I really want someone after all these years to just be there to take care of me. And it's a surprising thing in many ways. Most of us know that once we grow up and we go out in the world, there's an expectation, back to expectations, but this one is one of the good ones, expectation that you'll take care of yourself. And yes, it is harder out there to find work in some ways. And yet, um, I'm quite a bit around people who are very good at finding work, finding ways to support themselves, um, find life exciting and the kind of adventure where they would want to emotionally and financially um, take care of themselves. And then when they're ready to be in a relationship, they would want to be there to also care for another and take care of them as much as they are taking care of themselves. And I think you want that in your partnership with another. How are we working together um, to um, be well in the world? Um, I certainly see a lot more support for one another among couples who both believe that they will have their own work take care of their own emotions, and then um, join in being able to not be codependent, but interdependent with one another. So what I would say is a lot of this, any of these things that I'm talking about are about checking in. It's checking in with yourself, checking in with your partner, um, really building who you are. Um, by the way, as years go by, you rebuild that. Um, I, a friend of mine always used to say, we're always coming into being. Uh, we most certainly are. Every day, all the rest of our lives, and so are our relationships. So thank you for allowing me to speak about that. Um, I want to share some upcoming events. I will be doing a workshop <clears throat> and a ritual on Isis, the Egyptian goddess of love, magic, families, children, becoming. She's called Isis. She of 10,000 names. Um, that will be on Saturday, March 23rd. Pardon me, Saturday, March 23rd, 3 to 5 p.m. at Golden Soul Yoga and Wellness Center. Um, I also have a class on meditation, on meditation and an experience called the Serene Heart that's available on my website. Um, and feel, definitely feel free to email me there. It's, again, inanamoon.com. And... Um, I will also be at some point holding um, a Reiki circle soon. I've been training people steadily here through the years, and off and on I hold circles where people can come in for sessions as well as students who are now holistic healing healers on their own who love it when there's a place to practice with people. 
Um, it's always a soothing, warm, inviting evening, and that will be on my website as well. So thank you again for listening today. I'm going to do two more things. One is I'm going to do a tarot reading for the day, and this is for you. This is for everyone listening, whoever you are. This card is for you for this time. And connecting in and shuffling cards. And I'm about to cut them. There we go. Interesting. Okay. So I've uh, gone ahead and chosen two cards because it's very interesting to me how the Page of Swords has shown up before uh, two other times. And so I've also chosen the Nine of Cups. Um, <laughs> that's very telling to me now. Now I understand this. Okay, so the Page of Swords is about proceeding on your path cautiously. Swords are air, so that means thoughts possibilities, opportunities, a project that's not underway yet, but may be in the planning stages. And so you're being told, be careful. Hmm, communication also. Be careful, take your time, pay attention, listen to your inner voice, your feelings. Are you criticizing yourself? Um, is it a criticism you should take? Um, how are you doing planning what you want to do going forward? That's the Page of Swords. And then I pulled the Nine of Cups, which is um, job well done. You should be happy with yourself. Well, you haven't gotten there yet if you're in the Page of Swords area. You're just planning, but it says find your joy. Are you enjoying this process? Are you enjoying being right where you are right now? Because it's only from here that you will go forward into a new phase. And so um, I wish you happiness in your new phases and your new plans of action. Um, that is our, those are our tarot cards for today. And then I want to close with a meditation. Um, this one is called, You Are the Spirit of Love. And so if you'll just let yourself close your eyes, breathe in and breathe out, and relax. Find the pleasure of being in this present moment. Just for you, permit yourself to let go of any worries, thoughts about today, any mental chatter. Or let that mental chatter dance around your head while you slow down. We can have two trains of thought as we work here. Focus your attention at your third eye point between your eyebrows. And one more time, breathe in, breathe out, and relax. Think to yourself, I am a spirit a conscious ray of brilliant light. 
I'm like a tiny star sending out powerful waves of light. Every thought sends out vibrations to the world around me. I radiate light, love, peace, joy, and harmony. What I bring here as a soul, I share with every other soul. I play an active part in all of my relationships. Within my being are all the possibilities of what I can become in the physical world. I remind myself that I have had many life experiences, but first I remember that I am love, the very essence and thought of it. We each create thought before it comes into form. I take time to remember the times when I have felt love, both giving and receiving. I think of times alone and I think of times with another. I see myself giving love. I can see myself receiving it as well. I am able to do both easily. I am deserving of love. In my heart, I know it. And I open my heart, my thoughts, and my arms to love right now. Vulnerability is not weakness, but the power to accommodate more love in my life. The divine source, the universe, shows you many blessings. It does not judge, so do not judge yourself. Feel yourself surrounded by the light of love of every kind. All relationships are yours because you are part of the universal consciousness of being an expression. And hold your hands over your heart. And then when you are ready, open your hands at the level of your heart to receive. Have gratitude for all the love flowing to you and from you. It is an eternal wave of abundance. This is more than an image, more than a memory. It is a living current that grows stronger with your awareness. Breathe in and breathe out. Let yourself be here in love and light. Sat Nam. All right, definitely be here in love and light. That is it for Cruising in the Light and Shadow today. I close by saying thank you to Alison Warner for all of her advice, for Paul Preston, our podcast technician, and to Kevin McLeod for the lovely music you're hearing. And listeners, thank you for your time. Please join me in another two weeks. Om Shanti. Om Shanti.